Hello, welcome to Calibre Audio Library's latest edition of our audio newsletter. For this August, we have highlights from all of the titles added in the last few weeks, and a profile of one of the giants of literature, Julian Barnes. Plus, if you have the travelling bug, we also look at some of the great books in our library that are set in capital cities around the world. As this is an audio version of our email newsletter, I will be reading most links mentioned. However, for brevity, I will only be giving the catalogue numbers for any books mentioned. If any of these book titles appeal, then get in touch with us either by phone on 01296 432 339 or email us at membershipservices at calibre.org.uk and we will be able to help you from there. Yet again, if you have anything you'd like to see in later newsletters or books you think deserve a mention and that are available in our library, you can get in touch with me directly via email at james.beston at calibre.org.uk or you can get in touch via social media. Links to our Twitter and Facebook accounts are listed below. So put your tray table up, your seat back in the full upright position and enjoy this month's newsletter. New Books As always, we've been hard at work adding new books to the library. Here are just three highlights of the many new titles added to the library this August. The Silent Companions by Laura Purcell Newly widowed Elsie is sent to see out her pregnancy at her late husband's country estate, the Bridge. She only has her husband's awkward cousin for company, or so she thinks. For inside her new home lies a locked room, and beyond that door lies a 200-year-old diary and a deeply unsettling painted wooden figure, a silent companion, that bears a striking resemblance to Elsie herself. Reader Anne Stutz Running time, 10 hours. Catalogue number, 12563. In Patagonia, by Bruce Chatwin. Bruce Chatwin has been fascinated by Patagonia since early childhood. Here, from Rio Negro to the southernmost town of Ushuaia, Chatwin depicts all, in writing as spare as the Patagonian desert and as vibrant as the purple clouds off Last Hope Sound. Reader, Bob Rollett. Running time, nine hours. Catalogue number, 12699. The Case of the Man Who Died Laughing by Tarquin Hall. In central Delhi, a group of professionals are attending their therapeutic laughing club when an apparition of the goddess Kali appears and strikes one of them dead. The victim is celebrated sceptic Dr. Suresh Jha, enemy of all gurus and mystics, and as it becomes clear that powerful forces are at play, one man is perfectly placed to investigate, the portly detective Vishpuri. Reader, Alan Bowen. Running time, nine hours. Catalogue number, 12566. Author profile. Every three months, we will be highlighting an author that we have in the library. To get things rolling, we will be giving a quick profile of the celebrated and prolific author, Julian Barnes. The more you learn, the less you fear. Learn not in the sense of academic study, but in the practical understanding of life. From the book, The Sense of an Ending. 
Julian was born in Leicester on the 19th of January 1946, though his family moved to the outskirts of London when he was just six weeks old. When he was ten, his family moved to Northwood in Middlesex, and it was around this time that his mother, the dominating figure in the household, told him that he had too much imagination. Northwood would later become the basis for the Metroland of his first novel, catalogue number 5040. Julian went on to study at Magdalen College, Oxford, from which he graduated in modern languages with honours in 1968. After leaving Oxford, he worked as a lexicographer for the OED before becoming a television critic, first for the New Statesman and then for the Observer. He has mentioned before of his early shyness in group meetings. When working at the New Statesman, he would often be paralysed into silence and was thought of as the mute member of staff and he wonders whether this shyness acted as a spur to his writing, as he says in an interview. You're capable of talking to one person, but if you want to talk to more, let alone many, then you have to write books in order to do it. After Metroland, Barnes wrote Before She Met Me, and then his breakthrough novel, Flaubert's Parrot, which was shortlisted for the 1984 Booker Prize. From here there was no looking back. He was shortlisted two more times for the Man Booker Prize, first for England, England, catalogue number 5535 in 1998, and then again with Arthur and George, catalogue number 7094 in 2005, before finally winning in 2011 with a very moving The Sense of an Ending, catalogue number 9137. He has since gone on to receive more recognition for his burgeoning talent, including the Somerset Maugham Award, E.M. Forster Award, the Austrian State Prize for European Literature, the Sunday Times Award for Literary Excellence. In 2016, the American Academy of Arts and Letters elected Barnes as an honorary foreign member, and in 2017, the French president appointed him to the rank of Officier in Ordre National de la Légion d'Honneur. If you've never read Julian Barnes, then he's well worth getting hold of. His writing is elegant and playful, with his narrators often blurring the lines of truth and reality with their unreliable recollections. Though the books themselves are usually firmly planted in reality, often with poignant motifs. A full list of the works we have available can be found on our website. Books set in capital cities with the arrival of Thrilling Cities by Ian Fleming in our library, catalogue number 12658, we thought now would be a good time to list a few books set in capital cities around the world. So grab your passport and suitcase and join us as we head off on a whirlwind tour starting in London with Rivers of London by Ben Aranovich. Peter Grant is a detective constable for the Metropolitan Police, and since becoming a trainee wizard, the first apprentice in 50 years, his world has become somewhat more complicated. There's something festering at the heart of the city. The spirit of rebellion has awakened, and it's fallen to him to bring order out of chaos, or die trying. Catalogue number 10199. Next, it's a short hop over the channel to Paris, for The Mandarins, by Simone de Beauvoir. In this unflinching examination of post-war French intellectual life, a group of friends gather to celebrate the end of the German occupation and to plan their future. Catalogue number 12147. We leave Paris for the heart of Europe as we touch down in Vienna, 
and The Third Man by Graham Greene. Post-war Vienna is a smashed, dreary city, occupied by the four allied powers. Rollo Martins, a second-rate novelist, arrives penniless to visit his friend and hero, Harry Lyme. But Harry has died in suspicious circumstances, and with the police closing in, Rollo must find the third man who witnessed the murder of Harry Lyme. Catalogue number 11322. Now we follow the Adriatic Sea and reach Athens and the novel Outline by Rachel Cusk. A woman writer goes to Athens to teach a writing course. There she becomes the audience to a chain of narratives as the people she meets tell her one after another the stories of their lives. The more they talk, the more certain themes begin to emerge. The experience of loss, the difficulty of intimacy and the mystery of creativity itself. Catalogue number... 10346. Time to switch continents now as we fly south, across the Mediterranean Sea and reach Algiers, and The Outsider by Albert Camus. Merceau leads an apparently unremarkable bachelor life in Algiers until he commits a random act of violence. His lack of emotion and failure to show remorse only serve to increase his guilt in the eyes of the law and challenges the fundamental values of society a set of rules so binding that any person breaking them is condemned as an outsider. Catalogue number 8886. From Algiers we travel east, across the Persian Gulf and land in Kabul for A Thousand Splendid Sons by Khaled Hosseini. Mariam is only 15 when she's sent to Kabul to marry the troubled and bitter Rashid, who is 30 years her senior. Nearly two decades later, in a climate of growing unrest, tragedy strikes 15-year-old Layla, who must leave home and join Mariam's unhappy household. Catalogue number 9595. Now we cross the Hindu Kush and enter Delhi for the White Tiger by Aravind Adiga. Balram Halwai is the White Tiger, the smartest boy in his village. Too poor to finish school, he works in a tea shop until a rich man hires him as a chauffeur and takes him to Delhi. Balram becomes aware of immense wealth all around him and realises the only way he can become part of it is by murdering his master. This is a Man Booker Prize winner. X-rated. Contains graphic violence and explicit sex. Catalogue number 8163. Continuing east, we reach our penultimate stop in Tokyo, a Norwegian Wood by Haruki Murakami. Hearing a Beatles song, Toru Watanabe is transported back to his student days in Tokyo, to a time of uneasy friendships, casual sex, passion and an impetuous young woman, Midori, who forced him to choose between the past and the future. X-rated, explicit sexual content. Catalogue number 6977. We head home now, with one last stop on the way as we pass over the unending North Pacific Ocean and finally reach Washington, D.C. to stop on Dolphin Green Street by Sebastian Folks. A British couple, Mary and Charlie, have a carefree life in the diplomatic community of Washington in 1959. An American reporter dramatically enters their lives and through him Mary is forced to confront the terror of the Cold War. Catalogue number... 5845. 
Quote for August. We recently received this moving quote from a parent of one of our Calibre members. Thank you for a wonderful service. You've helped my son, who has cerebral palsy and is blind, to widen his thinking, and it has given him such joy. Thank you again. So that's everything for this month. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this small sample of what Calibre Audio Library has to offer. If you're not already a member of Calibre Audio Library and are interested in joining, then you can either call us on 01296 432 339 or join directly on our website at www.calibre.org.uk. If you are already a member and anything in the newsletter caught your eye, then get in touch with us in the usual ways. Until September, goodbye.